Mit ihrem eigenen Blut wird sie bezahlen. Sie wird das saufen in ihrem eigenen Blut. so perfect from where I left off to. I listened to 10 minutes of that and all I hear is Chrissy Mayer going, I hate men. I hate men. I hate men. And I just fixated on it. I went, oh. oh, that was... <laughs> that was something. <laughs> Scissoring never gets old. Well, no. that was a surprise. <laughs> wow. Okay, Bond totally did that without me knowing, which makes it <laughs> even funnier. And I love it. So thank you, Bond. <laughs> you know, the first thing he said when I when he saw that I was on Chrissy's show, he says, he did it. She didn't thank me. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, you needy, needy men. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, I hate men, right? I hate men. Hate them all. Hate My anything Brendan with a penis. My friend said that David and I scissor now on the deafening sometimes. <laughs> 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 oh, by the way, did you know David's uh, heterosexual hall pass is Janine Garofalo? Really? She's barely. She's barely female. She's really cute. That's that's really not. She was wow. she was cute for like five minutes <laughs> in her best year, her best month, her best fucking day. He's Seriously. About hate men. Janine Garofalo hates men. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, to answer the chat, I'm having a vanilla mule tonight because it's hotter than hell down here. Yeah, oh, I, I wow. I'm surprised at how hot it is by you. Let me see. It's 75 here. And yeah. I just put the AC back on because it was getting a little warm in here. Getting a little warm. So anyway, so yeah, <laughs> if any of you missed it today, as you can see behind Dennis's back there, I was on Chrissy Mayer's show. It's so funny that she picked that picture. I was on Chrissy's show, and we had a lot of fun, and I yes. really enjoyed it it was um it was really really good uh she's really easy to talk to she's super sweet and um you know when before we got on air we were like well what are we talking about today she's like i just want to touch base with what's going on with howard and you and you know with the show and stuff like that i was like oh all right well or or we can just talk about stuff so that i can you know, know you better, and you can know me better, and whatever, and that's what we wound up doing. She she happened to give me a poo test at the end of the show. What? Well, apparently that was, there's that a was whole thing. Intrusive, wasn't it? Little, oh my poo. god! Oh. I wasn't sure how it was gonna be going. <laughs> oh, Winnie the Pooh! Oh, I. <laughs> yeah, and I wound up being Tigger, and <laughs> Tigger oh, with a hard Richardson R. Over here. <laughs> Tigger <laughs> with a hard R. Tigger, huh? Tigger, yeah, I was Tigger, which means apparently Only that I have like a little time ADHD. Yeah, she was wondering about the seventeen percent. Seventeen percent of the time. So of course, I had to explain to her my genetic background and makeup. Oh, I thought you meant Howard's like book. Seventeen. Um, do I even have a link for that show? That I can post? Yeah, I, it was on YouTube. I just listened to about 10 minutes of it. And when, it, when she said, I hate men, I just stopped. And, and you said, this is my the, favorite person in the whole wide world now. You know what? And also, just so you all know, my site is down. So I can't even go there to access what it is. So if somebody else has it and you want to put it into the uh, the chat, by all means do so. But I will link it at the bottom of the page when we're done with the show. Xavier, hi. E. Okay then. How do I sound? Am I low? Am I no, low? Yeah, you're fine. No, no, is but the, don't, yeah, all you sound just right. Adjust my mic again. Okay, so you shouldn't be on 
Uh, hold on, I'm gonna fix you. Tamara right Francois yeah, yesterday every, shows what is about thing? Beth Every time out. you guys adjust it, and then I get the, um, he's too low. He's too low. You were a little so, bit low. I mean, <clears throat> so take off okay. echo cancellation and keep on auto adjust. Uh, you know what? You do what you need to do. I got it. 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 Beth has Beth's personality disorder, and she passes out now as her go-to for attention. If you read the bullet points, which you've done many times, and Johnny Depp's psychologist did as well, Shannon Curry, um, she has all the elements of histrionic personality disorder. And one of them is to fake illnesses and pass out for attention anytime right. shit doesn't go your way. This is Beth Histrionics. Yes, yes, that's exactly yes. what Beth we spoke about yesterday. And, um, uh, so the chat happened to have been fully uh, animated before we got on air. And uh, Sam V. Gunk is back on. In D oh, okay. So just, I guess. Just popped up. Guess how all right, Haji. All right, how'd you come in through? I guess we were waiting for we were waiting for all the checks to clear from all of our subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> all the super chats <laughs> checks. Uh, Sam V no, says I smell radio gunk. Like four checks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Calm down on that. I smell radio gunk hooking up with Shuli soon. I don't know why I've got this feeling. There's going to be a lot of kissing and hugging soon, as if nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. That's wrong. funny. Wrong. I don't see that happening. And as I told Chrissy today, I love, she's like, why do you pick on Julie so much? I was like, because it's fun. <laughs> because he takes life too seriously. Because he takes himself it, seriously. It's a fucking joke. You know, the yeah. reality is uh, we as a podcast, even though like, yeah, we can hate on Howard and do stupid things like that. The, really the reality is we're not, we're not mean. Like we're not, um, we're not dicks and so that Whoa. makes the difference to me because we're not really no 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 we we're not dicks. come on no we're not but we're not, not, not crazy. we're dick ish we're dick ish we're not okay. okay we're not as mean as some other people at are. my core i'm a very nice guy and a mensch you know what though it's and our i hate fault. remember do you remember when we were on the jay thomas show all those all those viewers we had listeners no and we couldn't parlay that to anything else Oh, you're talking about that guy who used to be a hack who now oh, just Oh, the hack guy. No, 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 no. Talk yeah, about us. We were, we were on the Howard Stern show. We were on the We had millions of viewers show. every week. Yeah, yeah I know. And yeah, then we parlayed exactly. it into this show where we have a and huge like audience. Two listeners unless he has like 20. <laughs> Tens of people. Hacks and the then room. there was the whole story today where I, since I was PMing back and forth with Chrissy, I saw that, you know, I believe that Opie interviewed the potato person yeah, yeah. cardiff Wahoo? electric i don't even know i don't what's know a, from the potato. What's a potato person is this like someone from idaho I'm john can you like explain he's, it to them he's, i've vaguely seen it and what it seems to me it's some dudes doing kind of like a shtick where he doesn't want to show his face but he's showing like an animated potato and he's doing almost like almost like a mr whiskers very similar if whiskers had like was hey. animated if whiskers was animated yeah, exactly right. that's what he's doing and I all think. you saw was like uh, the eyeballs we've, we've and the mouth animated whiskers there's a potato and a banana yes right. yes remember when you used to do the animated whiskers that's exactly what it's like Absolutely. except it's a we potato whiskers so he had whiskers a potato on all the time he had a potato on but he still I am in week 375 of waiting for him. So as I was PMing with Chrissy, I just put a question mark next to his name. <laughs> and he said, how about tomorrow? Are you good for 7 a.m.? I'll send you a link. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. 
He does an afternoon show though too. He does. He'll he'll pop on, and that's what you should do because well, that's you at your circadian rhythm. Uh, believe me, I know, so and and rhythm. I figured I would just you know check my email at seven a.m. and see if it's a something, and then I told Dennis I'm going to ride my bicycle over to um, the park where you can you know where there's like a perfect sunrise, and I'm going to do exactly what he does. Who I'm are going you, to Peter sipping. Horton on thirty something <laughs> over there. Bon Jovial, <laughs> do you want to give us a thought on? Um, what was it we were talking about? That not surely, the potato. No, oh, Bon Jovial. What do you know about the potato? Do you want to come on and uh, talk to us about it? Okay, so it's Cardiff and Corn Diff. I and don't it's understand all in it. That dabbler huh? community, Monique. It's all derivative off that. It's dabbler such a multiverse. Yeah, it's just right. The multiverse. It's what. It's a multiverse. It's the multiverse that works. And I said to her today, I'm like, I, I'm not really sure how much more time you can pick at that scab, you know, before it actually falls off and there's nothing left it to pick. It fell off already, bro. Yeah. So, Chrissy, Chrissy yeah. created the whole thing. If anything, she's responsible for just merely saying the word dabbler, and that took on a life of its own. It completely sp snowballed into what you see now. If that word dabble didn't happen, I don't think any of this would happen. No, I mean she lived the views. Sad since uh, where's the beef lady? <laughs> but but the thing about her is, and like I told her today, it didn't wind up being the essence of who she is on her show. She could have easily no. been the the one who transferred it into being something about right. She could have right. She could have right. dabbler, she, good and for she didn't. Her. Good for her. Okay, Bon Jovial obviously you. doesn't want to come on air. Says the potato was okay. He interviewed Casey the other day. He's not a bad interviewer. Yeah, he had sent me an email about coming on his show. Let me see if I can find that really quickly for you guys. Let's oh, that's sweet. Gunga Din. Bon Jovial doesn't have time for us now. He's working on the Emily Stern podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom. Says, Good morning, Monique. I would like to formally invite you Aye, on our they. podcast to discuss the controversy. Please let me know if you are available. Oh, that, this is why I never replied. Please let me know if you're available this afternoon. It's like, okay, when uh -oh. you invite somebody on your show, you can't just... Um, you can't just arbitrarily decide that it's that day. You just can't. That's just okay, that's that's like rule number one. Someone you up? Well, like today. So I wasn't supposed to be with Chrissy today. It was supposed to be tomorrow. And they're like, oh, shit, we fucked up. I'm like, oh, you're going to make me shower oh. now. That's what you made me do. Terrible. Made me shower. Wait, wait, were you booked on the same day as Jenna McCarthy and Jewel? Yes. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> Both, we, yes, exactly. we had a little trouble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was a better stumble. It's a bit let's, let's, let's just forget. Shuli was part of the worst, the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst, worst years of the worst. Of the Stern show. He enabled Howard like a lemming motherfucker that he is. He is the only reason he quit is because he was not getting enough. He's an air whore and he wasn't getting enough of it. That's not about his wife. The real reason he quit is he wasn't getting on air enough. How do you? But how do you quit that with the only gig that you have? that is providing a steady like i just don't understand people quitting so that's why i never believe when somebody says they quit because they, there's they, no way he just quit. there's no, no comprehension way. in no my brain way. to no ever way. you don't ever quit a job ever you get more money from your next employer if you're working 
you're making $100,000 and you quit your job, there's no way they're offering you $100,000. Now, think about what a podcast whore he is, right? He does Mm -hmm. a zillion podcasts a day, and they wouldn't let him do any when he was on Howard. You really think he's going to stick around? The air whore he is. Again, steady income. No, no. I I think you have a wife and two children. You go for the steady income. Yeah, but she seems to be earning real money, and he doesn't. Does she? What does she do? Who? Who knows? But obviously, they bought that house, and it wasn't from him. But you moved to Alabama to even the oh, score. Alabama, it's not New York, right? Alabama. Alabama. Let's be honest. They, they they pulled a reverse Clampets. Oh, yeah, exactly. Pumpkin is saying that uh, Shuley said Stern Show offered him a fifty percent pay cut. Yeah, they probably wanted him to go freelance. Let's be honest. That's what that 50% is. That's what that means. Almost nothing. Yeah. They were overpaying him. That doesn't sound like a. Hey, listen, as as you guys are more like the Stern connoisseurs, I'm more like the the f- casual fan. The the reason people hate Shuley is because when Arnie committed suicide and then the show went into that bizarro not talking about what the fuck was going on, Shuley had the audacity of taking a picture in the Jackie chair and then posting it, like kinda like he was gonna be the next person in line. That that's when he went from uh incognito Joe Blow staffer to who the fuck are you? And well, that, how about the whack pack me, Schadenfreude? Is there anything yeah, worse than was, punching down that on was retarded the people? Moment to me where you know because Artie used to bust on him, call him the hack pack and other shit. Yeah, yeah. That was a moment like, dude, this guy's a fucking cunt. And oh, sorry, guys, um, I'm begging you. Come on, we're trying. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But that to me, as a the more of the fan, like that's when like he became hated. And you know what? Yeah, let me I, let me give you a little. And when you go in, he has no charisma. Let's not let's. I don't care how many reps you put in. I don't care how bad oh you want it. Oh my dear God! Don't follow your dreams. We don't want you to follow your dreams. You just hate it. I don't care what uh, dues you think you paid. People just hate you. And there's no comedy class that can teach that. Just quit. Jesus. Okay. Really? That that's that's the, that's the act. Hold on. That's from like, uh, isn't that ripping off like, uh, annoying? You've been asked this before, but I just, I need to know. It's brilliant. And I have. you had Levy, uh, like a, like a, like a 12 year old, uh, a 12 year old with Down syndrome. Uh, with the headphones. So excited on the because you were flying back and forth. Yes. Very, very <laughs> simple to entertain Bob Levy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why don't, you know. Okay. So that's the potato. Yeah, that's funny. Wow, that is. That's it is funny. Kind of, <laughs> he got in there. It's like funny. The potato I did. Uh, so there was a guy with the eyes uh, the doing mouth, a recap just, show of another podcast me. that WATP covered, and he was doing it. <laughs> all right, it, it's it's funny yet night. It's nightmare fuel all at the same time. <laughs> that I is mean, my sleep paralysis demon right there. Yeah. You guys are familiar, Good Christ. Familiar with the annoying orange? Just, no, who's that? But uh, it's funny. Trying orange, orange, a talking orange. Yeah, the annoying sure orange. that's where he comes around from. For like almost ten years. Well, anyway, <sighs> somehow there's a banana and there's a potato and they there's both do this stuff. And so, um, Cardiff stole the potato bit from whom? Oh God! Imagine stealing that shit from. <laughs> run I, run uh, with that. This is way too much information. Johnny O'Brien. That's I don't understand it. Annoying orange right now. Look up. I, I don't even orange. care because he gets more views than we do. So there you go. No. I guess the potato's doing something right. I, well, do we have to be all have to be vegetables I'm just now. Yeah, we are. Is that what we need to do? I'm just yes. pointing out yes. what the obvious. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's okay. I'm I'm really good with it. I think Cardiff is actually goofy and silly and funny, 
So I, I've got no problem with him. I just, I'm not into the whole Chad Zumik thing and, you know, the whole love-hate thing they have with like the steel toe radio. You know, I try to keep up with it, but I just, I don't, there's not enough time in the day to care about these people. Honestly, there's just not enough time. All right. So let's talk about something exciting. Um, yeah, I could be a yam, Monique, as Oli Bell says. A yam. <laughs> Turn me into a yam. Slightly <laughs> That's orange. a great nickname yes. for someone. Yam. <laughs> Hi, I'm Arm the Arm, and I hate <laughs> Healthy cards. Trinity Jean. Trinity Jean. <laughs> yeah, I'm an eggplant, potato right in the trash. Throw that racist out of you. Who's the eggplant? I'm the eggplant, Hanker. Yeah, the Moulin Yum. I'm the yes. Moulin Yum, yes. Yeah, the original Moulin Yum. With no hard R. Um, so today's show, I, I will apologize in advance for not actually... Joke man hung up on Cardiff a year ago. This was oh, pre-potato. Wow, Wait, so he was a, something else before he was a potato? I think he tried corn, and it wasn't as good. <laughs> okay. Um, I just don't know enough about that. Oh, he's da- the arm is not a yam. He's David's sweet potato. <laughs> Scissoring sweet potato. Oh, so cute. <laughs> okay, so the good news about me being on with Chrissy two hours today is the fact that I don't have any clips other than some stuff that I recorded before Smashing Pumpkins came in. And then I did, in fact, go online to review what Bring Back Jackie wrote. And it was a couple of stupid, stupid thoughts that 79 had about Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I've got for tonight. So with that in mind... Monique, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I'm just no, you're not. You're, not you're absolutely I, not sorry. Very, so, uh, I have to switch chairs right now, so I'm going to mute out because I'm at a 120-degree angle. And you I'm are so cute. All you had to do is put yourself on mute, and I would I would not have been the wiser, just so you know. Oh, okay. I just wanted so to So thank you for interrupting. The responsible thing was to you're, tell you. are being a good boy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. What? 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 Huh? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Continue. I see how we're going tonight. Uh, all right. So I literally wound up with 13 uh, clips tonight. I can't believe you got 13 out of that. I really can't. This is, I'm, yeah, I'm this is, yeah, this is a little high. This is literally pulling water from the dried sponge. This is what this is. There's, there's, there's nothing here. There's nothing here. So let's start our show with him um, so excited to see Smashing Pumpkins, who were in last year, May. Um, And I'm not sure he was with Perry Farrell, something like this. I can't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't try to memorize that stuff. I I I just don't. We don't care. So here is Billy Corgan, one uh, one A or three Bs. What was, the, what? what was the ratio of... Oh, uh, it's a level of guests. Celebrities? Yeah. Celebrity. He's, th- um, he's three Well, he B's. likes having him in, example. and he thinks that per this clip, as you'll hear now... Why am I in a good mood? Because uh, today we're going to talk to a genius. Genius. Me. Me. No, not Robin. We know she's a genius. I'm talking about uh, Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, okay. Because that's the only song he knows, basically, by them. Tonight, well, two, tonight. Two, yeah. Maybe two or three songs. So I was, was looking at Billy Corgan. Their career ended like 1998. It literally pretty ended. Pretty much. Oh, dude, pretty much nice, over. Dude. I am being generous. I'm being very generous. Yeah, the Infinite Sadness was the last good thing they did. That was like 95 uh, or something. Like yeah, that. so let's. <laughs> I want to I do a quick review on that. A- 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 little buddy, uh, AID. 
despite all my rage, I'm still this is the in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Crazy so, Robin, I thought he was a fruit basket too for a while. I agree. Yeah, I think he still is. So, show of hands, except for you, Xavier, because for some bizarre reason, you're like weirdly idiot savant with all this music. But okay. show of hands yeah. for what songs we know from okay. Smashing Pumpkins yes. and or Billy okay. Corgan. 1979. Yes. yes. Bullet with Butterfly yes. Wings. It's back yeah. tonight, tonight. Yes. Tonight. Today. Tonight. Yes. Cherub Rock. Yes. I never heard of oh, it. Oh, that's Cherub Rock. No, Cherub Rock. You've heard it. You've heard it. Sometimes mm-hmm. the title does not indicate what the Disarm, song Disarm, I'm not so sure. No, I don't Disarm? think I know that one. I don't think I know that one. That's about okay. Zero, I know. Now we're going to level three. Zero. Zero, I know. Ava Adore. No. Yes, I Mayonnaise. Know. Uh, no. no, I know. I can't believe it's not mayonnaise. Stand inside your love. See? No. No, I don't know. Now, okay, so once you get to the fourth row and you don't know a single song. Miracle Whip. I don't not even very, know these three. Not a genius. Not so a genius. I'm going to give you six songs that most people would know. I'll give you six. Yeah. My but. favorite song is I, which is from the Scream soundtrack. From them. Mm, not even I don't on know the list. On that. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, there, there it is. Bottom line, there it is. Bottom in the bottom. Yeah. There it is. Oh, I. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. I. 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 The last. Sleep. The last thing they actually did was for the, for the the soundtrack of, uh, Watchmen, <laughs> for the the beginning of the end. Oh, did they really? One of the best trailers ever produced. The trailer was ten th- times better than the movie. The Zack Snyder or the TV show? Yeah, the, the Zack Snyder. It was. Absolutely one of the most genius trailers ever, which was a thousand times better than the movie. And they well, of course it was. Music. With no correlation to the movie whatsoever, right? None. They put in a cool song, they slow it down, they have lots of sound effects and <laughs> the best parts of the movie, and that's what Maybe makes it's a show the these days. The end or something like that? I don't know anything. All right, so that's what he's doing well, today. He's talking to a genius. So we're going to genius. see that genius manifested like later on summer. while he talks about... You know, you, you know how you know that Billy Corgan's a genius? He'll tell you. Oh, he's yes, he happy will. to tell you. Yes, he will. He is yes, happy he to will. tell you many, many times over. This is Wait, what he Did does. you ever hear George Michael on Howard in, in uh, K-Rock? I'm not, no. Uh, WNBC? He was on Howard oh in WNBC? WNBC just before Jeez. they went to K-Rock. That's I had before it my time. On, wow. Oh, God. It's an interesting interview. It's it, it's literally 1985. I don't think it's ever been replayed, though. So oh. No, it doesn't replay much. It doesn't replay no. much. Oh, hello, Bon. What's up? Uh, I had I had to come on because I'm a huge Smashing Pumpkins fan, and all of the songs you were, the songs you were just talking about were from Siamese Dream, uh, which is 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 not tonight, epic. Tonight. Smashing Pumpkins. Um, oh, oh, not all of them. Sorry, sorry. Zero yeah, and yeah. Tonight Tonight at Melancholy, but um, the really good ones are from Siamese Dream. The Cherub Rock is the first song on Siamese Dream, and that is an awesome song. Um, and That's I just got too. this. I can't believe I just got this in my email 15 minutes ago. What? Um, this will just show you um, how badly tickets are selling to their tour because they're coming here. And let wow. me share this. This just came 15 minutes ago, and it's already getting freaking discounts. Uh, window. Wow. They just announced the tour today. <laughs> today. <laughs> Who are you, Matt? Yesterday for you. No, that was like right, two weeks on. ago for Australia. They, they, there's forty dollars off the ticket price. Holy there, crap! See? Wow. Special yeah. offer with Jane's um, addiction and Emil and the sniffers. Yeah. <laughs> who, who can miss that? 
<laughs> oh dear lord, that sounds like th three hours of hell. It's the kind of thing where you go to setlist.com and you just look at what the songs are on the set list and pray to God that you get through the rest of them. I, oh I hate going to a concert like oh, that. You know what, James you know Addiction those... has two songs. You know what fill those seats? Surely you'll find You know what? They were never like <laughs> a true. poppy band. They have some like kind of cool grooves that, that you know. That's fine. And, and, and when, like uh, Bon, Bon, when yeah. did that album come out? The one you're talking about that has all those good songs on it? That was oh, 93, like I think. Yeah. Uh, 93. Sonny's Dream. Was okay. 30 years ago. Would you, was, yeah. right, would you, yeah. would you say he peaked 30 years ago? Oh, he peaked with melancholy and the infinite sadness. It was all downhill after that. He did Adore the ago. next year, which had um, Ava Adore, and um, uh, that—that's when he he proclaimed that rock was dead after uh, melancholy, and he made Adore, which was an elect more electronic album. But then a couple of years later, he decided that didn't really work, and he went back well, for this album called well, Bob, Machina. Well, he fired everybody in the band. That's why. Yeah. yeah, well, they quit. Yeah, James, the, the guitarist, band. and uh, the, the bass guy, player. Yeah. The girl, yeah. Um, Darcy Retsky. She, and the she's girl, not the involved. Asian guy. She's, she's a, <laughs> and Jimmy Chamberlain had to be fired because he was so uh, addicted to drugs that a guy died with him when they were Jesus. wasted. Oh, well. Um, and hey, now Jimmy's why. back. So Jimmy's like the greatest drummer, such a great drummer. So it's great that Jimmy's back, but I've been listening to their new album. They've done a three, three albums in the last year, uh, three album series, Jesus. all under the one name, and he put it out in different installments, and it's it's all right, but it's not the same. And he's got a third guitarist in there, so it's re uh, this guy who joined like ten years ago when James wasn't in the band, and it's weird. It's not bad. It's 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 not. Man, do you think the that their okay. do you think that their body of work is Deservant of being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> really? No, absolutely mean? not. For Sammy's all... Dream and Melancholy, yeah, for sure. All right. For sure. After after they put Alice in Chains in, then they could start considering Smashing Pumpkins. Well, that's pumpkins. weird. Alice, <laughs> you're right. I, you mentioned that. I'm sorry. Do you, you, you want to be inducted into anywhere yeah. where John Hine and Gary have a vote? Exactly. Does that no. mean John. anything at, at that's this what, point? That's and what, Howard. That's and Howard, right, musicians, especially Howard, right? Musicians Reposers. will talk about the Hall of Fame and just say, who cares? Because right. everyone's going to get in eventually, okay? Yeah, but they do so, care. But, they but do Dennis care. is right. Alice and Shane should have been in the year after, you know, Nirvana. The, the reality or, uh, is... Eligible. Um, the reality but, is, is when you're putting people in now, like the spinners, okay, who oh were relative or important in the 1970s they're not gonna be around that much longer you know all no. the spinners are gonna have spun their top ida thank you so much billy kurgan really uh, raised a lot of money after the fourth of july shooting in my town oh right ida was mentioning earlier that she he lives nearby right he and his wife have a coffee tea shop with a performing venue in the back i didn't go hmm. the problem with billy is that he keeps coming back every two three years right. with a new gimmick fake retirements from yeah that, yeah that four or five years ago it was it was this whole tour playing all of his hits and it was extremely pretentious the, and you know he's yeah. extremely pretentious yeah the, the who he's the who laugh at him for douche. you know for final tours yeah 
the, the stones <laughs> left at him. But I think I think Billy Corgan's greatest accomplishment is he is the greatest combination of skinny fat I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, he's white yes. fluctuates. Like yeah, da Danny Manning's got nothing on him. Of course, <laughs> Howard loves the scarf, so yes. that's why he likes. It's Billy also pretentious. It's really it's almost pathetic. I could not listen to it today. I mean, we can actually you know, go right to that. But I'd rather wait because a lot of the uh, clips that John has piggyback onto that yeah. so that we can talk about Lovely. that. Casey was bringing up uh, Courtney Love and I put that whole feud in there. It, literally from 90, the first time he ever did the show was the private parts premiere on the E! Channel with Marilyn Manson and Jeez. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers simulated going down on Marilyn Manson in this strange interview. Joan the Rivers. Stuff I have, yeah, Joan Rivers is on the couch. Okay, well, that's she disturbing. hosted the Isha. She hosted the private part special with Melissa. Nepple uh, baby. Okay. All right. I'm going to move it, on it a little bit. What <laughs> did help that at the time when he was banging uh, Courtney Love? That's when she was doing all the anti Dave Grohl uh, songs and shit like that. She was with Corgan before Kurt Cobain. Crap. That she was so bitter. At, cause she yeah, was, she was. Because the she was so bitter. Everybody before Kurt. We have some she clips was, of that. Like, it's and, astonishing. And you know what? Billy was banging that at the at the time, and so his cred went. It was left. Boom. Well, you know what? She she was a little bit disturbing at the time, and and she's you know bit? I give her credit for like really falling out of the public eye. I mean, you know, have it we spoken about choice Quentin? though? It was, I know, but at the time she was anymore. trying to act and stuff like that, and she was a little bit you know messed up in the head. All right, we'll come well, back to Courtney. To I, I want to come back, babe. Let me let me continue with some clips so that we can get to some of this stuff um, on the back end, okay? Um, so, of course, the the one thing that Howard had to talk about this morning was his excitement over the fact that The Bachelor uh, mentioned oh, no. him on they air all, yesterday. They mentioned him. Oh yes. no! Uga. Here we go. Here <laughs> exactly. Wig pro quo is what we're talking about. <laughs> Got up the... and. Um... <laughs> Uh, we put on The Bachelor and boy, Sorry, so what he's talking excitement. about is that they couldn't stay up to watch The Bachelor last night because it was a three-hour live show. Three-hour live show and God knows you can't stay up. Um, but you know so, what time it ended? It ended at 11. If he went to sleep right babe, after 11.30. Who are you talking to? You are preaching to the choir. Stop it. Hours of sleep. Stop it. So he has a conversation with his wife, allegedly, that allegedly. says, hey. You can't even when, trust that. When I wake up in the morning or when I wake up, to go pish, Ugh. I'll wake you up so that you can come. We can watch the Bachelor together first thing in the morning. She's like, "Okay, then wake me up." So uh, that's what okay. I don't know if you saw the ending, Robin, but no, I won't. I won't spoil it for those who didn't. But um, Jesse Palmer, the host, said um, he mentioned Beth and myself as part of Bachelor <laughs> really? Nation. Yes, and the fact that we got the chills when uh, he picked the, the new Bachelorette. Charity, and um, and Beth and I were absolutely ashamed and felt violated. You were publicly ashamed. <laughs> so excited for themselves, so excited for the whole thing, and of course nobody has a clip of it because really, who watches that show other than him? Dude, you know um, they, no, they, they did. They had a clip can on the you show. Imagine, yeah, I, can finally. You imagine? It took yeah. him a minute. What? Well, can you imagine if Johnny Carson said, "Hey Ed, they mentioned me on the match game the other night." 
I know this is what he's about. This is this mentions mentions are so far and few between for him that anything is going to be something that. But wait a minute, we mention him all the time. We mention him every day for hours and hours. JD, why don't you get these clips? Huh? Where's that news service? Huh? Play it on the show. Exactly. Seven hours straight. That's right, John. <laughs> it would be so delicious if he ripped us a new asshole. I mean, nothing uh, would make me happier. Oh, never not in a million, million years, years nope. but it would be fun. Arguing with tapes. So then we'll he about, decides. We'll talk about he's, the Pelican Brief first. Right. So then he decides <laughs> he's going to go into David Lee Roth, which was bizarre. I mean, the whole thing was just bizarre. The only reason that he's now doing his wig visionist history is because David Lee Roth said on air on some other podcast that he believes truly that Howard Stern should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So now we're getting a whole new spin Ooh. on on uh, David Lee Roth. So let's le- let's hear a little bit of that, and then we can go to some of the David Lee Roth clips that John John has. Anyway, I, it's okay. We don't have to play the tape. Don't 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 knock yourselves out. Of course, he's I got this. Nobody has the tape. Hey, you know, uh, by the way, last night I was going through um, some stuff. Maybe it was in the email. What was that tape, Gary? Of uh, Gallery. David Lee Roth, does he have a podcast now? David Lee Roth of Van Halen? <clears throat> yeah, I think that's what it is. He's, he, was, he was on, yeah, I think it was a podcast. He was on a podcast. And I thought, I thought David didn't like me anymore, but he said very lovely things about me. And I would- Of course they were lovely things, only because they were talking about, you know, what, what it would be like for you to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it continues with the bullshit. And I've always worshipped David Lee Roth. Worship. I used to go see them at ah, the I, I saw him then. I mean... Back in Detroit, as far back as when I was working in Detroit in the 80s. <laughs> That's funny. I was 80s. a Van Halen fan. Ten right. months. And, right. He worked there how many months, Dennis? Ten. Ten months. In, in what month? In what year? 1980 to 1981. Right. So, ten months. He, he, he was ten in months. Detroit less than Daryl Dawkins was. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing short of spectacular, those guys. Alex, Are you sure this was a recent... Recording this. This wasn't old. I, I don't know recent. anything about it. I, th- oh. I was questioning it myself. I said, "Is this recent?" Because I thought David didn't like me anymore. I, I really thought <laughs> that we were on the outs. Can't and imagine why. I, nothing upset me more than that. I, I love the guy. So Jordan. this continues. Please hold. We're going to play all four clips, and then we're going to go to John's clips. Uh, in fact, when I left K Rock, uh, David took over our show, and I was like, "Wow." The lead singer of Van Halen's taking on my... I must be an important dude. You're being followed by David Lee Roth. Am I insane to remember this completely differently? No, No, you're not. When Dennis... I got this email from Dennis and Monique very late, and I could only... I had to rush, and he just had my head spinning because there's so much to this. I'm sure all you guys remember how much time did he spend smearing David Lee Roth from 2005, even when he got to Sirius, to sabotage everything he did to every and everybody. Just horrible to him. How dare he take over his show? How dare he? Yeah, if I remember correctly, he's like, they can't even get a real radio guy to cover my show. They have to get a washed up, a washed up lead singer to be on my show. Literally, I, that's what I'm hoping that, that might be the said. nicest thing he said. And not only that, do you guys remember how bitter Howard was that David Lee Roth got a whole new studio? Yes, with palm trees. Yes, palm trees. Yes, he came in, he remodeled the uh, Howard Jones with a window, and Howard's so yeah. fucking bitter, so bitter. Yep. 
He wanted to give himself like positive vibes, so he put a window and fucking palm trees. Yeah, never mind that and Howard. He... They built a, an entire building basically for him that he doesn't use. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, he was so bitter that Dave did anything to that crap that he used to work in. So let's listen to David Lee Roth talking about Howard, and then we'll go to clips. <clears throat> so anyway, here, here's David talking about me. Howard Stern, tell me if you agree Tom should be in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I don't mean the producer-director part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, he should be right up front with the rest of us here because he's a performer. No, he's, and he's got one of the most difficult performing jobs ever. You know, uh, most singers in rock bands will tell you that the most <laughs> difficult part of the job live is talking in between the songs. Ask James Hetfield, for example, in Metallica. I'm sure he'll tell you that the singing comes way easier than to what to say, at what time, when, in between the songs, especially if you're being very, very right now, if it's not rehearsed. He's got, like, the most amazing accent. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, he does. He does. Classic. I like wow. what the electrician says. He's like, Howard's whole show is now stirk shit around, not sounding like his teeth aren't falling out at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. So I true. mean, David David Roth sounds like he's like you know just a heartbeat away from having to uh, suck dick to like get coke. <laughs> he really he does. This is how much Howard hated him. Do you guys remember this fucking <laughs> April Fool's prank they did with Billy, Billy Mira to make yes. it look like they were playing yes. the show early? And the whole thing is ha ha ha. Look at how horrible David Lee Roth would be replacing me. Aren't you glad I'm still here and he's such a piece of shit for replacing me? So what kind of clips did you send to me that are David Lee Roth? I played them. Hating on having David Lee Roth and Freud when he was on the verge of getting fired and Howard was dancing on his grave and they had Steve Lankford ambush him as he was coming out of the K-Rock studios. Every day, Monique, they would do... Uh, they would monitor David Lee Roth's show and say how bad it is and how he mm -hmm. can't take my place. And he Absolutely. took the job. He's, he's not, he's not do, by, by the way, I don't think it was Rupert Pumpkin. R David Lee Roth's show in K-Rock is way better than Howard's show is now. It's oh, not yeah. even close. I'll take oh, David Lee Roth close. in 2000 any day, any day of the week. Not even close. But you all rendition. remember, you all remember when we first, when Howard first went to Syria. So all we had was eyes for Howard, but he didn't get mm. serious everywhere because you couldn't bring your stiletto pretty much, you know, <laughs> anywhere. It, it wasn't the same as it is today. Hey, and so, you. you know, you would throw on K-Rock just because it was habit. And um, David yes. Lee Roth wasn't a listenable show because it wasn't, you know, we were comparing apples to oranges. It just wasn't the same But he vibe. wasn't trying to rip him off because if he did rip him off, that would be worse. He's just doing his own thing, scatological. And it's, was it horrible? Sure. But he wasn't ripping him off at all. So should I play a little David Lee Roth and Freud? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay about the latest uh, David Lee Roth stuff. I'm going to play you this. The news department got a hold of him. And um, David Lee Roth returned to Free FM yesterday. This is this is from Saturday's paper. How many days was he off the All air? Day. Day. Over and over again. Is I got to tell you something. Him, None of this makes sense. David Lee Roth, when he was hired by the company we used to work for, CBS, they gave him a bunch of shows to do. They, they put him on in Boston. Joel Hollander and Leslie Moonves heard David Lee Roth's show. Now, you're serious. This was broadcast, and they could hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had the guy go on in Boston and mm -hmm. do a bunch of shows. He I was, remember them talking about yeah, it. Yeah, everybody was, was psyched about it. It was so good. He was one of the guys who 
was auditioned to perhaps they when they were thinking after we announced we were leaving they still had 14 months to prepare and they auditioned david lee roth and joel hollander loved Ooh. david lee roth well i say that because it is as so they absolutely knew what he was going to do they heard the show they knew what the show was the so guy they put him Why on the air he... after i leave and guess what what had happened they're trying... going to say it now they're trying to fire him and they're dancing on his grave his ratings go down. I mean, mm -hmm. almost to nothing. No different than Adam Carolla's ratings went down to He's nothing. And this guy, Rover, went down yep. to nothing. Okay? Right. And I don't know why, but all of a sudden they go, well, David Lee Roth has got to change his act. We don't like what he's doing. They tell Best Principle says even in radio, you need a, quote, line through, a mission or objective for doing a radio show. David Lee Roth had all that it took for his show to succeed, but he had no organization around him to keep him on target. Well, one mm -hmm. of the theories I had in the, open, in the beginning is I said to myself, this guy's a fucking nocturnal, uh, night-crawling rocker. He's never going to deal with these morning radio hours. And I had said, I remember predicting he's going to try to get fired to get paid out, and that's exactly what happened. Because that was the, the trend. Remember Opie and Anthony got fired, and they got their whole contract? When he mm -hmm. heard about it, he's like, all right, I, I, ain't this, I, I hate everything about this. I'm going to get fired. They're going to pay me. He got $4 million a year, and they paid wow. him out. Wow. Jesus. And then, didn't he become a paramedic after that? Yeah, he's always the one. He was even before that, X. Yeah, he he's a he was a paramedic. He was a legit so paramedic. he got a four million dollar payout or eight million? Like how many? Four years million dollars a year is the rumor. Not rumor. How many apparently. years did he have? Was it three I or think four? It was four. And how long Jesus did he last Christ. on K Rock? Six months. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> So at a certain point, he's like, this sucks. I'm out of here. But let me, just, tough. Let me not Mazel. violate Good my contract. Good work if you can yeah. get it. Yep. Holy shit. Life that's, goes on without that's, me. That's, I, I that's, think he had an NDA too, Mooney, because he didn't say shit oh, for years. Why, would you? Would no, you? I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'd be more than happy with my $12 million. Six, thank you very no, much. 16. 16. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day. All right, I'm just going to play a little bit more of this. I mean, but, we'll I mean it's David Lee Roth. What are you thinking of paying like Kane oh, and Gabby? He's got to be more like right. Howard Stern. The sad thing, you know, it really is sad that... Uh... Yeah, I mean, so the point is, <laughs> they get a hold of him, and they suspend him for two days, even though they're not calling it a suspension. Roth says it is a suspension. And what is that supposed They took away all of his sidekicks. He likes to play this esoteric music. He, you know, whatever it is he was doing so that was fine two months ago. Oh, now, when they heard him right. in his audition. Now suddenly, suddenly is not okay. And they've completely stripped his show of any support people. They've stripped his show so of his happy. music and sound effects and everything else. So th there's, there's very little evidence of preparation on topics to discuss on the show, said the memo from Mark Chernoff. They're setting the guy up. What they're doing, agreed to pay him $4 million, $4 million a year for two years guaranteed. Okay. And what they're doing, no, he went for there's that. no ratings on what now? It went four. It was a total contract of four. Two years oh, wow. guaranteed, and the total thing was 16. So they wow. paid him out everything. Yep. Jesus. That's why you want to get fired. Wow. All right, so we're going to go back to our show for a minute. And Steve, I don't know. The last one, Steve Langford ambushes him. It's the last, it says three, I think. D David Lee Roth and Freud, three. Okay. Gone are David Lee's sidekicks. Gone is the music he liked to play. CBS, according to Roth, has ordered these changes 
or else, he says. They came in right before the last segment and told me I wasn't doing anything right today and I better pay attention or there was going to be, um, what do they call it, disciplinary actions. On the air, Roth <laughs> sounds defeated, barely going through the motions, making it clear he wants no part of doing the show the way the geniuses at CBS have ordered. It's so bad that Roth has apparently been told to read news copy during his show, <laughs> a task not at all suited to this otherwise talented man. You doing news is like me doing Van Halen. I agree. But uh, at this Thank point you, in time to just turn around and quit, I I need some more uh, counseling and some more advice. This only happened to me within the last couple of days. Ross says now more than ever, it's clear taking over from Howard Stern is mission impossible. I think their intention is... Oh, so he's just digging it in. That it's yeah. Like, yeah. You can, can't you hear the giddy schadenfreude in Howard's voice? How Absolutely. Happy is. This Absolutely. Is Absolutely. The guy thrilled. was nothing but a great guest for him, too. He didn't rip him off. He couldn't have handled mm-hmm. that any better. I, uh, I just... Uh, God, I hate them. It, I know. It's really awful. Really awful. Thank you, Jason Dill. So let's talk about um, Howard, who had a friend who donated sperm. So, uh, oh, you know, Jesus. I know that we've heard a story similar to this in the past, but and I don't yes, know if anybody in the chat has ever donated sperm. I personally have not. So you I would You haven't no. donated sperm? No. Oh, wow. So no, I'd like to know... Pill. So they were getting into like this whole weird conversation, all leading up to like the stupidest thing. But mm-hmm. they started taking all of these like weirdly set up phone calls about mm. people who found out like their father wasn't really their father. And this other guy who said that his father was really in what band was it? I don't even remember now. It was um, like the new, it was King the Norris? new, no, um, uh, the me. new emergency oh. now. It was we like don't a 60s know. band. It Somebody was a, will tell us. It's like yeah, bread, but just as bad. Yeah, it's just as bad. And um, so he started getting, taking all these kind of phone calls, and in between that, he tells us this story. Here we go. Medical students donating, but yep. about donating I don't sperm. know that it really makes that big of a difference. Meanwhile, Does I've it? told this story before. I had a friend in college. Uh, again, no names. Again, no names, just in case. Was, he, you know, he had no money. His parents couldn't afford... Co- it's so cute when he says no names, as if he would ever remember somebody's name. Or as if, if he cares about their talking. anonymity, as if he cares about their privacy, as if he cares about their embarrassment. What is this, Beth's principle? I made $82,000 donating sperm one year. Thank God for Johnny Marzetti's coleslaw dressing. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> what? Uh, that's exactly uh, what Beth's principal did. Beth's principal. Uh, all right, here we go. So his side gig was donating to the local sperm bank in Boston. And, <laughs> and the only reason I knew about it was I was making a student film, and, and um, he was helping me out with it. And he goes, hey, dude, I, I got to take a break. Oh. I got to go jerk off. Can I use your bedroom? I go, what? You're not, first of all, you're not fucking jerking off my bedroom. What do you mean you got to jerk off? What medical condition? So, I don't know. That's Call me crazy, but I'm kind Great of going to assume that bathrooms were something that existed. I know. There. Well, no, the you're supposed so to go to you're the place the and site, you do right? it there. Let's listen to the, yeah. re- let's listen yeah. to the rest, okay? Anybody, over here? anybody in the chat who has ever donated sperm, I'm really curious about that. Sorry, here we go. You have, he goes, no, I'm a sperm donor, and today's my day to donate. You have to wait a certain amount of time. This dude, he went into my bedroom. His girlfriend jerked him off. Wrong. Into a, a tube, and then he had to wrap the tube in a fucking sock because you, you got to keep the sperm warm. Dude, this is and so he cool. raced it down to the sperm bank. R- wrong. A bunch of people. This is... On the... 
Okay. God, what is was this for? Oh my Dave Stapleton to make it believable. Wrapped it in a sock and ran it to the donation place. How is this possible, guys? He he's lying all the time, but those expansive stories are definitely lies because you can hear the scripts coming before his very crazy eyes and the little pauses and the reading. Xavier's right. It nothing sounds faker than this shit. And the whole chat. Dude, this is like he's not even close to reality with this. So he goes on and on about all these people with different fathers and stuff like that, which then leads into a 35, maybe 40 minute. Ready? Mm -hmm. Ready? Here we go. A bunch of people on the phone with their own story. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't listen to that shit all day. The king. Hey, by the way, I will mention this. The guy who built the whole career out of, uh, you know, DNA testing and everything was Maury Povich. Yes, he did. And I, you know, I never said this before, but Maury retired and they made a big deal when uh, Dr. Phil retired, but no one ever made a big deal when Maury retired. The guy had a Six pretty good run ago. with that. So by all means, please elucidate to us what Maury Povich, uh, did anybody know he retired in 2022? Did anybody not think he retired in 1992? <laughs> Does anybody know who Maury Povich is? That's I'm under the age of 40. Under the age of 40. I'm going to bring back a current affair, Monique. What do you think about that? <laughs> he's he's Dr. Agus's father-in-law with Connie Chung. Oh, that's this, right, Dennis. Good right. connection. I forgot about that. Dennis. Yeah. Connecting dots. So like a let's Burger do... King placemat. Connecting the dots, Dennis. That was beautiful. You know that was beautiful. What's great about Howard is when he recycles his lies. Like five years from now, the story will be that he shot a load from wherever he was to a spittoon. At the sperm bank, <laughs> three blocks away. Yeah, well, a friend of his. No names. My friend, friend of his. his. No names. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. No names. Um, Silly me. I know. So, yeah. So then he went into this whole tribute to Maury Povich. And I swear to God, I do not believe that most people know who Maury Povich is. Like, I really don't believe that anybody knows who these he, people are. He peaked are. when the, uh, the uh, Smashing Pumpkins did. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's they, pretty uh, accurate, actually. Maybe even That's earlier, quite honestly. I mean, maybe <laughs> even earlier. Um, so while they were going to commercial, okay, here's a segment which was like a flirty Gary, which was absolutely oh, horrible. Sake. And why they would play this is beyond me because it did not age well at all. This is like so weird to me. <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything about it. Yeah. Get on your knees, bitch, and lick my twig. <laughs> Shit. Lucky for you, I'm into better trade deals with China and licking your vagina. <laughs> I'll make that pussy drip like Rudy Giuliani's hair dye. Drip, drip, drip in your mouth. Drip, 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 drip. <laughs> I'm so patriotic, I want that snatch balder than an American eagle. Yeah, I gotcha. My snatch <sighs> is, is smoother than a baby's ass. I may not like Hunter, but I sure love your Hunter. <laughs> Oh my God, that's vile! Everything about that was vile, just, just vile. This is edgy as a hey. Some sixth grader worked hard on that. (laughs) Exactly. It's really, it's really awful, you guys. It's really awful. So, was that part of the uh, twenty-minute break with two full songs and four bumpers saying the Special Pumpkins were coming in? Uh, yeah, yeah, Hunter. That's a great word. Um. I'm going to skip over the letters that he got from people about Beth's oh. sugar addiction because... So uh, going, going, going back to the people calling in, 
he actually was going for a long time. I was thinking that Ben wasn't my father because he didn't do anything with me. Um, <laughs> and I wish my mother would have had Brad Pitt as a sperm donor. Yeah. yeah. Your mother's 95 years old. Okay. Yeah, I would have looked like Brad Pitt. No, yeah. not with those no, jeans. No. That ain't happening. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Look, uh, I look like Brad Gray now. <laughs> yeah. You sound a little weird, John, for some reason, just so you know. You're, you're having like a little fast. He's at, he's at, he's at an obtuse angle. That's why. He's at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back. He's 120 <laughs> degrees. Go <with that. laughs> he's like. <laughs> Sounds bizarre. <laughs> okay, so let's get to um, two amazing 60, things 60 that, that Howard asked to Billy Corgan today. I mean, it's just—it's almost incredible. It's—it's um, it's almost astounding that this is his understanding of songs. So here's Howard Stern's, and I, as I wrote it, '79's understanding of the song today. You ready? Yeah. yeah, Brad Pitt has horrible skin. I saw him filming once in Long Island City, and his skin was really, really bad. He's definitely had some major derm abrasion because he had real he he had pitted face. It was all pockmarked. It was horrible. Oh, like Jane, uh, Edward James almost. Okay, kind of. Yeah, kind of that wow. bad. If you look at old Brad Pitt movies, you can actually see it. And then if you see him Jeez. today, he has none of that. So they either spackle him up nicely, or he's gotten like major derm abrasion. So was he but like listen Dennis, to seventy nine. You ever see Brian Adams in 4K? Yeah. No, I have not. That's your yeah. That's that's Brad Pitt's complexion. Horrible. Horrible. Okay. So listen to this. These are great understanding. So here's his understanding of the song today. I'm dying with this, you guys. This is great. Because when you say today is the greatest day of my life, I always when I've talked to people who are suicidal, the day they decide that they are going to kill themselves. It's one of their happiest days when they. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. You can't um, have the privileged life you've had with no trauma, with no loss, and be brooding at this. This is hot topic blackface if you've ever heard it. And that's where you keep going <laughs> wow! back to oh Smashing my... Pumpkins and Rob Zombie <laughs> and Marilyn Manson. Hot topic blackface. Blackface? <laughs> Man, who knows blackface better than Howard does? That's beautiful, John. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. I have a better one, though, for you. I have a better one. Okay. Would you like to hear 79's understanding of the song 1979? This sure. might be the best clip of the week, <laughs> yes. just so you know. It comes okay, here we go. Ready? This is, this is almost unbelievable, and I am not doing any false preamble here. Okay, here we go. You re- As always, whatever you request, I'm happy to play for you. So we're going to do 1979. 1979. Oh, he's, so, he's so sick of it. Wait. I'll tell you my theory on this song while you're setting up. He really is wearing way, an overcoat in there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Billy's cold. It's cold in our oh, studio. Not by you. Um, uh, Jimmy, Ch- Jimmy Chamberlain is here on drums. Matt McJunkins is on bass. And, you know. And, and Didn't mention the band, by the way, the entire time he no. was in. This is the His last song he's him. playing. He, Listen to this. And Jeff and James, let me say hi to these guys while they're setting up. Yeah. But I also want to give Billy my theory on uh, 1979, which he's going to play live. Now, maybe I'm full of shit, but um, can you hear me, Billy? I can. I can hear you. All right. You, I think 1979 <laughs> is dealing with, maybe I'm nuts, but 
<laughs> me, 79 means it's almost the 80s, but you're leaving the 70s, and you don't know what's ahead. He's, <laughs> He's 10 years old. I'm stupefied. Howard was a kid in this game, dumbest... by the way. That literally, that literally is the dumbest statement I've ever heard in my entire life. I was just ever. a little kid when 1979 we, came out. We, we are all dumber for with, here. Maybe I'm nuts, but to me, 79 means it's almost the 80s, but you're leaving the 70s, and you don't know what's ahead. Yeah, right, right, Lisa Stein. This guy's about as deep as a NyQuil cup, for Christ's sake, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can you even... Imagine. I thought he was going to pull out the I was a kid. I was a little kid with 1979. Exactly. I said I was sure you were going down that road. Can you even imagine, you guys? Seven years old. Can you imagine? What was it we wanted to ask Music Stream yesterday? We had a question. Oh, Music Stream. <laughs> you can answer this question for us. I, I don't think we were, you were here yesterday. We probably preambled for more than five minutes, so you bailed on us. Um do you know, like when Howard yeah. plays the American Nightmare song, which I think he has writing credit on, do you know <laughs> if they get paid for the song being played per time it's played or for the audience it's played to? Like, is it played just as if it's just a one of on that show or do they get paid uh, depending on like if a couple of million people are listening? No, it's just per... Oh, you oh you weren't here for that question either that that moment. I was. Um, yes, but I I was just curious whether or not it was just like you know fifty cents because they got it got played that day. They get a nickel or, every time it gets played, basically. You think it's like a nickel? Whatever it is, I'm just yeah, something like nickel, that. I guess. But, yeah, it's, mm, but, but it's not on um, terrestrial radios. <laughs> it might be different. It might be different. There might be well, like a pay, bulk. They pay more. Pay. They they pay more on uh, Sirius. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Do, you, know, you see your Xavier was Xavier was right, but that might be for ter for terrestrial. I want to know what Ross Zapin's cut is. Some yeah. somebody like KC would probably know about that. Booger KC, sugar. Well, no, any we're, thoughts we're on that? Same as, like the the Danny Elfman, it's whether it's on broadcast or cable or streaming, they still get a cut. Yeah. Right. But the question is, is it a cut? If twenty million people are listening on Monday. Is the cut that they get just the nickel because it's on his show, or is it because of the fact that like twenty million people are listening? Is it like twenty dollars? No. We'll look into it no, and we'll, get back to no. it. Yeah. No. Thank you because I would like to know on this, and maybe somebody can uh, answer that. <clears throat> X answered this yesterday. I know, but it was the same question. My question is volume versus uh one i don't, I don't think volume has anything to do with it because when they use it in movies they pay a flat rate for yeah. the rights to use it yeah i'm just trying to understand that yeah. okay aaron taylor yeah, says I don't, think it, I don't think any uh production company would ever cut a deal where it's based on you yeah. know how many people are listening or view or whatever Okay, I just wasn't sure. Aaron Taylor says, a licensing fee is not about audience. Jack Black had a great story about getting the rights to play Immigrant Song in School of Rock, which I'm sure is played to millions with cable. Okay, all right, now I understand. So it's really just about the Immigrant Song being out there and being played to millions of people as opposed to how much they're actually getting paid for it being played. 
Right. You know what I do in the deputing, Monique, is I go on and I say, I own Prince's rights. I own the rights to Don Henley. <laughs> I own the rights to the Beatles. I own the rights to all things that Quincy Jones ever produced. And usually get it back. They usually don't ding me for it. Right. This is exactly what I'm asking, Rick, the electrician. Is it 20 million times five cents or just five cents? Five so if hey, you're Casey, telling me it's just five cents, then I understand. When you used to make the guests sign the release, especially the musical guests, did they have to sign away that they didn't get paid residuals when Howard played their music? On he that. Probably, was that part he of probably it? didn't read it that, that. I think he was giving it to him. He I think probably he wrote didn't it. read it though. <laughs> he wrote Sturkshire on it. Casey Howard's... just had the pen. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like artist release for stuff like that. I'm going that. back to Mount Sinai. Yeah, like, yeah that's, like why, that's why Howard's able to play that Purple Rain song uh, done by Train stuff. on yeah, his. Yeah, like how does that or... work? Like, d- d- does Train have to pay the Prince people royalty for the millions of views of that song on the Stern show? That's a great question. You know, or did Train write their rights away to yes, that song says. to the Stern show, who then has to pay, has to pay the Prince. Prince people? These are these question. are questions like, I need to well, know. I need to have a music person like on a, the show. Well, does it who's... cover? Does the original artist get anything out of it? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's only only if it's made for profit. So if that if that my understanding of the law of that is it's that Casey, like that YouTube video is is monetized. I'm assuming it's monetized, and with all the views, they're they're paying Prince's estate whatever YouTube is. Yeah, they you know, reverse monetize it, Dennis. They'll give right. them right. They'll say this goes to Prince. yeah because. They, Train owns nothing of that song. They own nothing. So, so but they is get it nothing. Howard that is paying this out? It would have to be. He's his, the one that his, has the it's his station. It? It's his. It's his YouTube. So I, I, it, it isn't Train's. Train has nothing to do with it except they performed on his show. Um, Casey for the win here. I don't. I don't like Brad Pitt's look at all. Sorry. How about, how about Anthony Cumia's complexion? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah was calling their show "Hits and Zits" with Opie and Anthony. Tits and zits. Mm. Tits and zits. Jesus Christ! That was the slang for opium. All right, I got info. So, <laughs> okay. the the in America the the radio stations, let's just say radio station in general, they pay a uh, a licensing fee, a flat fee to performing rights organisations, and they pay the money to this organisation. Mm. And there's tons of them. And then the organization, um, they report, the radio station then reports to the organization all the music they play each day. The organization um, uh, sends out the money to the composer, the, the songwriter, the band. No. The publisher. If it's Pearl the publisher Jam, gets the money. If it's Pearl Jam, no, no, the the writer of the song, yeah, the publisher, the, whoever owns the no, publishing, no, the songwriter, is, it's the songwriter, yeah, right? So it's the publishing rights, the publishing rights. That's uh, why a lot of them do like co-share with writing, so that yeah. both of them get money from this. There's a yeah. great podcast about this that I'm going to highly yeah, recommend. Yeah, you were telling me about that. You know, Bruce Hornsby made a killing on Tupac Shakur's changes because he just samples the way it is the whole time. Wow. And Hornsby has this rock-solid kind of publishing thing where he made it. I think it's like half his money is off that <laughs> Tupac song. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank but, you, um, Casey. He said uh, Scott Einzinger wrote up that release and the artists don't get shit for it on the Stern Show. Oh, Thanks, Jesus Christ. In the value of what is paid... Is interesting because it's 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 there's a couple there's a few categories it's radio type <laughs> and audience 
So Sirius Radio would have their own type. Right. And then free to air would have their own type and audience. The perform how much of the song is played, and the song's popularity and the song's longevity is taken into account. So this organisation oh, so I mentioned has thing. has organised that. So if you play Stairway to Heaven, your uh, popularity and longevity, you're paying more. Isn't that the most embarrassing? The most embarrassing copyright ding I've ever had is Emily Stern Zuzazu on my channel. I think oh. I screenshotted it. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than an embarrassing copyright claim. She's been very active the last 24 hours on Instagram. Oh, I can't wait to see. She's made the, some posts. They were all crap boring. Okay, so the, here's the here's the podcast I'm going to highly recommend. Okay, it's TN called tomorrow. the Economics of Everyday Things. And the particular episode is episode three, which is called uh, My Sharona. So they're a one-hit wonder, but, um, you know, the question was, does being a one-hit wonder still pay the bills? And shockingly, yes, amazingly, they they go through this whole thing about the uh, writer credits versus the singer credits versus all of that. And because he's the writer of it and the other guy died, he gets all the writing credit Mm -hmm. uh, money now. Well, that's just like the Spirit in the Sky guy. He was on Stern like 10 years ago, maybe a little longer. <laughs> and Jesus, that guy's making like 200 grand a year on that freaking one song. It's the amazing. only song he did. Spirit it's in the amazing sky about if you can that, tap though. into something like that. My, Sharona, my Sharon is a good one, Benjamin. Monique yeah. actually has talked about My Sharona, right? That was the whole gist. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. It's the neck. If a person dies, though, it would go to their... Al- uh, a state. Unless, I don't think it wouldn't be fair just to say that Monique and I wrote a song. I die. And so Monique can have it all. It'd be like whose bonds estate because doesn't that make they're more good, sense? They're I, good. I can't they're imagine they just they're say good. They're 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 good. 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 Can you make that into a song for us, Bon? Can that be? No. I mean, you just shut me down with it. <laughs> Was that your way of saying shut up? Monique. That's what Monique, it I got like. a good question for you as far as rap goes. You know, Notorious B.I.G.'s Hypnotize uses yeah. that. Remember that Herp Alpert song, Rise? Yes. There's a Rise. little riff. Right, you know that X, right? In the middle. And he uses it throughout the whole thing. I want to know what Herb Alpert got paid. From the, you know what? They uh, can either negotiate it up dude. front. I know this because of that My Sharona thing. They can either negotiate it up front or what happened, what was happening a lot with rap music is the fact that they would sample a shit ton of stuff and not give credit to the people that actually, you know, because they would just sample a a bit, just a piece, and they would get sued. So then they would settle out of court. And um, and that would be the end of it, you know. They would, and they well, would give them a bulk amount. But yes, did, didn't Herb Albert own AMC? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did he? The product director company. Uh, Pretty sure Jesus. he owned one uh, of those big companies. So I'm sure. I'm sure he, his his deal was, you know, in, you know, quite quite nice for him. Oh my God! I mean, these guys on the writing credits, yes. like Avril Lavigne, for argument's sake, right? She wrote, uh, she's uh, yeah. not only sampled, but wrote a Rihanna song yeah, thank you. Thank and you. was huge in it. And so she, um, she makes a shit ton of money off of Rihanna, which is bizarre to me. Sia, who is a, 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 a oh, yeah, yeah. superstar yep. in her own right, great. has written a, a shit ton of music for mm-hmm. Rihanna. So, and that's why you see so many of these stars today, so many music stars, 
where you look at the writing credits and it's like 50 freaking people on there. It's like, what did every person write one word to yeah. the song in order I for think, it to come I, together? I think what Notorious B.I.G. did, Christopher Wallace, went into his, his mom music. So Violetta Wallace, his mom, probably had these vinyls and he went into it and was like, no one's going to care if I sample fucking Herb Alpert's Rise or Donna's, uh, Diana Ross's. Uh, you know, I think that's what it did. And it's kind of genius in a way. Like, you just wouldn't think of these songs and then it brings them back. But I would love to know what... They both absolutely got absolutely walk this way actually was the resurgence for Aerosmith without without walk yep. this way they would have been dead in the water nobody would have given a rat's ass about Aerosmith. do you know the Ray Parker Jr. Huey Lewis lawsuit yeah I want a new yeah, drug Ray Parker yeah yeah Jr. I want a new lost. drug in Ghostbusters right and who did it, Huey you know, Lewis sued Ray Parker Jr. for yeah. Ghostbusters there is a legitimate cause for that to happen. I was just reading about this amazing lawsuit between Jessica Seinfeld and this other woman who oh, yeah, yeah. made almost the exact same book Cookbook. as she did. Yes, yes. About deceptive foods for, for kids. And it came out almost around the same time. So she sued. The other woman sued. And Jessica Seinfeld came with the money and the prestige and they just shut her down. They just shut her down even though half of the recipes were exactly the same as hers. Seinfeld went on Letterman shaming the woman. Shaming her, and, yes. yes. And Howard was on the outs with Seinfeld at the time, and they reported on the story, and they ripped on Seinfeld for it. I got, it's a really good clip I got to find. It's from the early days of Sirius, I think, when yes, that it is. hit. Interestingly, Casey, as you're writing, I think the rules have changed, guys. I can play anything I want from anywhere under the fair use rules doing my fm radio show but i can't play my own fm show on twitch or youtube what? yes as a matter of fact i tried to play some of your show on my show one time and the the ramstein song that you start with <laughs> which i love immediately mm. popped up and said ah you can't play this it's so it's very hast. weird how that happened. Duhast. No, it I wasn't duhast. <laughs> i think Casey should change the acronym to i H I H M. I hate men. <laughs> Casey, by the way, I will always um, accept any old concert t shirts you may have. So if you've ever seen Rammstein in concert, I would gladly accept any t shirt that doesn't fit you anymore because I love a good concert t shirt. That goes for any of you out there in the in the chat. Um, I will always uh, steal a concert t-shirt from you and then i will wear it on air and that will be that will be my thank you there to you, you. all right so let's see how the show ended because here we are killing time so robin like does. yes so robin started talking about <laughs> the pedals that were used during their live performance and i know <laughs> i, 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 love I have no idea i'm screen grabbing that right now hold on keep it online hey keep sarah if you're listening make a king norris t-shirt and we're all by it please Emergency now. I Scott, Scott the Engineer's kids bands. How come there's no <laughs> King Norris swag? Because who yeah, really? Right? Come on, really. We want to Any wear size. it ironically. Give me like a medium or a large. I will wear it. What did I? What? Why am I ignoring you? What? what I'm supposed <laughs> to do everything, Sin Lu Hu. Oh I'm my supposed God. to do everything. I have to play clips. I have to read yes, the yes, things. Yes. Sinny, yes, didn't you yes, hear yes. her complaining to Chrissy Mar about? Didn't you hear me complaining? Exactly. Yes, we did. I heard you complaining. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Where's Tiger Lily been? I oh, I know. She's around. Time. She's fine. She's just she's stalking Julie. She was in the Alec Baldwin um chat, though. Yes, um, I, I text with her all the time. Yeah. I, I check in with her at least once or twice a week. We, you know, exchange dog photos and then we go on <laughs> our merry way, but she's perfectly fine. 
So no worries about Tiger. She'll okay. be back when she can, like everybody. I noticed Dave and Diego today for the first time in in a long time. First time, long time. Um, all right, let's see how the show ended today. Here we go. Smashing pumpkins, you, Billy Corgan. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. By the way, he still was lingering with this conversation. Like he Jesus wouldn't let them Christ. leave. He just it just kept going and going and going. Hi. You guys gonna have a bachelor party? Oh, they're gone. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. You know it'll be wild. God. We'll have a bachelor party, don't we? Absolutely. You know me. I'm king of the bachelor parties. Robin, we have it to do it all over again tomorrow. There's a lot to get to. I won't even tease what's happening on tomorrow's show. I don't want to. Well, I have to say just one thing. Watching them play and that new set of pedals on the ground. Yes, pedals. Oh, oh my hell. goodness. Yes. That yes, was amazing. Pedal. I was like, geez. Uh, Gee, Canada, I don't fit in an extra small. That, that There's no part of my body <laughs> no, no, that fits no in an extra small. There's no way she can fit in an extra small. There's no way. <laughs> no way. It's not happening. You be quiet. Because look at no, how in a good way. and music are, are marrying together way. and becoming even greater. If I was what? in a band, I'd have shitloads of pedals. I would be constantly involved with my pedals on the floor. All right, we'll Everything see you. Everything would be a awesome. pedal. Everything would be a pedal. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Okay, so now listen to this promo that they do at the end of the show. I'm not understanding who it's for or what it's for, but somebody put this together. Right. The Howard Stern Show is a home for everyone. Bring it on home, honey. From rock stars. The famous Eddie Vedder. Look at you. To roadkill. Yeah, we roadkill. <laughs> if we run over it, no, it's play. A-listers. Jimmy Kimmel. My son Kevin made a number two in the shape of the number two. To gay fisters. Listen, it ain't the size of the fist. It's the motion of the wrist. Superstars. The legendary Neil Young. My God. To slow adults. Hey, where's Beetlejuice? He's out there. I bring him in. Hello, the fucker, bitch. Tonight. The Howard Stern Show. Yeah, we got it all. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, my. What? Who was this show for? Uh. Or. <laughs> Jesus. Who is, is that supposed to. Get new listeners playing it on your own show, and who is exactly Monique? I who is think that for? what's who is going on here, you guys, wow. is that Talented. he can't he he can't physically get away from the sticky, stupid yeah. show, and he's trying to pull in those people that are like, okay, if you don't like the interviews, I'm still doing whack pack stuff. I'm still. Yeah. You know, to, meanwhile, Beetlejuice hasn't been on since Jesus left the Jews, right? So it's not even it's not even like relevant. Well, to you know, anything. he was on last year. He was on last yeah. year. Was he? For like a minute, he well, only yeah, came in because minute, he was doing zoomed. a song. They he po- zoomed in. He they zoomed pulled in. him. Yeah, they pulled him in to sing a song or something like that, and they were going to convert it to like a you know they were going to retread it and, and make it into like a hit or something like that. He was on for like twenty minutes though. So That's he it. Zoomed and that in. was it. He, and he was done. Um, well, it's like an admission, Monique. I don't know what the show is and who it's for. And I'm who just it's gonna for? Throw this scatological medley, and I don't know. I'm grooving. I guess uh, whack pack. I don't know. Listen, we don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, but me. everything is funny and great, crap. and I yep, do great interviews crap, right as well. Is. So there's that. Um, Derek oh is saying radio has a special relationship with three publishing houses and and these artists. 
these publications have than these artists, sorry. They can play songs without paying royalty. Can you imagine if they had to pay royalties on all the songs they played? Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of negotiation that goes into this, and that's why those, those royalty houses exist, so that they can do the negotiations for them. I would absolutely love to have somebody on who is musically inclined who can talk so to us about this in depth one Another day. genius thing that Howard said today was that he said that Pete Townsend never sang any of his songs. He had to have Roger Daltrey sing his songs. If I remember what, correctly, what, Pete Townsend what? had his own albums. Like he had I don't understand that. Who said this? That, 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 Sixty-nine. Howard. Howard heard. said this. Just like Howard never said that. Had a joke. Oh. Jackie Martling has. Pete, Pete Townsend never this sang any of his own songs. Uh, no. Well, no. let's okay. let's Google that and see what the. Oh uh, no, he sa- he sang a few of his songs. He was actually he oh, actually had hits. just one or two maybe. Yeah, he had a few hits. It's it says online that he's. He's the second lead vocalist in the band. That's what it <laughs> says. So there you go. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Tamara Francois is right here. What did say? Lester Green has millions and millions and millions of followers on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. makes the Stern show look TikTok. infinitesimal in comparison. TikTok. It's embarrassing. That curious little mint. You have them in America, do you? We love them here. TikToks? We love them. They 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 coming on here. I haven't seen them they're in a minute. Beautiful. We just got here. them, Dennis. Of course, yes. Of no, course, you, you just didn't. got them. <laughs> you did not just get TikTok. The leftovers uh, got sent down to the penal colony. It's all okay. the orange ones. <laughs> the orange ones are so nice. Bon Jovi is the type of guy. I'll give you one TikTok. Huh? Orange is orange is my preferred flavor as well. That's, yes, I really I agree wish with they that. had like a cherry one. That would have made them like phenomenal and i hate spearmint more than life itself so i just i don't i'm not a good i'm not a big tic-tac fan i i can i can automatically vomit if i need to absolutely <laughs> uh, to, to roger daltrey where are the jokes where are the jokes where are the where damn are the jokes, jokes? There's all right anything so what we're going to yeah, get to now, of course, because it is that time. And Bon, by the way, I don't think you were on when I first did the opening of the show, but I cannot believe you did the scissoring with Chrissy Mayer thing. <laughs> you you, love you that. tricked me. You tricked me, I know, silly I snuck Billy. I in and loaded that. Oh, well, we died laughing. We just I died. Saw, I, I saw. I saw. We died laughing. That was. Cleaning out the computer. So I in the MP3 category, I have some D. Snyder, um, and I think that's from yesterday. But then I have all the You're Billy just... Corgan stuff. Right. So where do we want to go? Can but I just D. Snyder was from yesterday, yes. Marie? I don't, Can I just, um, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead, Bono. Go ahead. I'll, I'll play one first of Billy Corgan. This is a classic on YouTube, and I grabbed it. This is Billy doing a, a pretty good owning of a fan. He, so Billy's talking after the gig, and the fan yells out to him and, it's very short, but uh, the video title is like "Why Billy Corgan is an asshole" or something. And what he does isn't—it's fine. Wow! Why didn't you sing 1979? Because people like you asked for it. There you Burn. go. I, think, I thought like that a was a great zing. comeback. Burn. Yeah. It's a good comeback. Yeah. He looks. Uh, you, you consider that a good comeback? Mic drop. Burn. Wow. Yeah, it's on the spot. <laughs> that was That's like fine. Mama. He yeah, looks he, like Bill Maher, right, Brizzo? He looks in, like, uh, he looks like yes. that card of electric potato. Like, what yes, happened to him? He's just like this amorphous blob of person. He yeah, looks like Mr. All, Clean. He's sort of blubberish, but. He, he's like fleshy. 
There's like uh, no a Brizzo. form to him. That's who it is. He's Bill Burr 2.0. It's oh, literally what he is. God, yes. You ever see Bill Burr in that Staten Island Pete Davidson movie? It's exactly what he looks like. I no, he how looks is that Staten Island Pete Davidson Supposedly movie? Supposedly it's pretty good. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't, I can't stand Pete Davidson, though. I know, but I, the, the, I suppose <laughs> it's... I used to okay, hate it. So okay. are these D. Snyders from today? No, I just saw... I, I get this weird email with you two. I just see... Uh, D. Snyder, David Lee Roth, and I don't know what to do with it. I just, I guess they talked about him. Like, so I just made D. Snyder talking about how Howard basically uh, unfriended him when D. attempted to go into radio. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's hear a little bit of that, and then we'll go to the videos on Billy Corgan. That's what we'll end with. Here we go. That there was a war between Mankow and Howard Stern. When he said, listen, now this is, okay, this is where we disagree. He goes, listen. Do me a favor before we go on the air. He goes, um, I know you're friends with Howard Stern. He's two minutes away from sounding like Baba Booey, just so you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, he says, yeah, I'm a big fan. Screaming over the years. He says these words to me. He goes, but please don't talk about him on the air. Now, this is just professional courtesy. You never talk about another person's radio show while you're on someone else's show. You just don't do that ever. This is the mid-90s now. And I hear them talking about Man Cow. Gary's talking about Man Cow. Uh, uh, and I and I said, Mankow, I'm always a big Howard Stern fan. And Gary goes, what? And I said, I just did Mankow. He told me he's a big fan of the show. I have no idea there is a war going on between these two guys. Oh, I don't care about well, this. Why do we have Howard this? I don't like it. I don't like this. Because you asked me in a fucking email. I know. Okay. I'm just, I'm, just making, I'm just making the call All on right, this. All right. Just go to just go to Billy Corgan. Okay. Thank you. No more emails about your ideas oh my god ideas. you know what the one time you actually pay attention to an email it's only because dennis okay. wrote to you and not me okay in, in hey, the, well, yeah, i asked i asked for stuff that was very very it is relative. germane that's germane, was germane to the situation germane acts into the situation exactly let's go to billy corgan well do we want courtney first or do we want billy first uh, it's, it's the succession of that is Billy's first because that's the order they came in the show. 98. Jesus. Billy Corgan and Uncle Vanya won. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I did that because his, his girlfriend at the time is named after you. She's from oh, her name was Vanya? Brooklyn. Yeah. No, that's something great. better. Something better. Oh, okay. 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 Really exciting to have Billy Corgan here. It's kind of hard to get a hold of, you know what I mean? I think Billy's here with his girlfriend, who's real hot. I saw her in a hotel. I ran into him in a hotel in California. Yeah? In fact, I believe it was Hotel California. <laughs> He's here alone because uh, I don't think the other... This is when Robin was going through that no eyelash phase of hers. Like, she had yeah, no... Yes. And, I mean, no eyebrows. She had, like, no facial hair whatsoever. She looked no. like an alien. It was very, very bizarre. And members like me. Well, let's find out. Billy's uh, girlfriend's name is Yelena. Everybody has an unusual name. Yeah, we have to get unusual names. I know. I'm not going to be Robin anymore. Well, Howard is an unusual name. It's just such a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many Howards. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Okay. <laughs> hey, Billy, what do you got on? A see-through shirt, man? Show off. Uh, <laughs> Billy's got on a see-through shirt. So does Yelena, come to think of it. <laughs> That's pretty hot. Everybody's wearing see-through today. Yeah. Everybody's see-through. Except me. I know better. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> good seeing you. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, the first time I got my uh, Yelena was, well, I was at the Four Seasons Hotel. I thought it was like a Motel 8 or something. That would have been a lot cooler. <laughs> but before Private Parts. Exactly. It was actually the weekend Private Parts was opening. I was in Moving on. Okay. 
right. Were you recently on a plane with Chevy Chase and he had you thrown off? True or false? That's true. That is true. How is did true. he get you thrown off? Yeah, I mean, you're more happy than him. I'm glad, so glad you're bringing this up, because I was going to bring it up. Good. I knew you'd love this. And please tell me. We were in uh, St. Bart's in yeah. the Caribbean. Oh, Elena, what do you wear there? It's like bathing suits? No, I go <laughs> naked. Do you really? Do you go to Nude Beach? Billy, too? <laughs> okay, really so wait a second. Chevy Chase. Right, Chevy Chase. So I know you'd love this. Let me hear this. Well, we had to connect. We had to connect to uh, catch a flight to get back to New York. Right. You know, and it's like if you don't make the connection, it's pretty brutal. People screaming, the whole bad scene. Right. Almost got in a fist fight. How long do you last? So we get on the plane. We're strapped in and we're sitting there and it's like 110. You're sitting in this plane. You're sitting. You're sitting and you're sitting. All of a sudden, a guy comes in. We're very sorry. Uh, this plane has to go to a different island and you must get off the plane. So we're like, okay, you know, who are we to say no? We get off the plane. Here comes Chevy Chase and his family. Right by us. How does he get that kind Wait, of pull? There's yeah, more. Go, go ahead. Yeah. So then we, then in, when the next plane comes. I'm sorry. What, 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 what are we doing here? His, be- his good buddy, Chevy Chase, is in a feud with Billy Corgan. He had him kicked off an airplane, so Chevy Chase-, Chevy Chase got his private jet instead of him. Oh, this was a private jet? Yes. Wow. It's like a mini jet that they put celebrities on. And they Jeez. kicked him off. They kicked him off and put Chevy Jesus. Chase on. Wow. Yes, that's a good reference. He looks like powder. <laughs> who am I, Sean Patrick? <laughs> wow. Who am I, Sean Patrick Flannery? Powder. Here? That's amazing. Go to the next one. That's amazing. Vanity? I thought maybe you were losing your hair or something, yeah, but yeah. you weren't. You just said, I want to do away with the whole vanity thing. I just got tired of just, it's, it's a weird thing when, you're, when you never really think of yourself in physical terms. You, know? yeah. you think of yourself as a cerebral person and suddenly you're being judged oh, on completely please. physical. Especially in rock and roll. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all about that. I mean, that. when you've got oh. people who have more success than you at some point in your life because they're cuter, you're going, this is really surreal. And this is weird. I, mean, I thought I it was awfully ballsy when you shaved your oh, Sweetheart, in, nobody's success is based on, on talent alone. And the only person <laughs> I can think of is like Christopher Cross. And then oh, when he finally decided to go into concert and you saw what he looked like, everybody's like, oh, no, no. What about, what about Joe Cocker? <laughs> Joe Cocker, you <laughs> Joe know. Joe Cocker was the last guy, I think you're right. Joe Cocker was probably the last one. Quite frankly. Because yeah. I'm thinking like, and well. I have to tell you, you'll never do it. But uh, No, I won't. Yeah, I'm way too to, ugly. To have him free himself. Girls love it. <laughs> they do? Love it. Oh, chicks, yeah. Do they? Because chicks tell me they love uh, my hair. Like and anything that they love, I don't want to lose. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like there's so few things they love that they go, "Hey, you have really nice hair." I, I, I you know, I would put a. a cl- Was this that serious? Yeah, this is 1998. So this is- no, 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 1998. This is is K Rock. Is that K Rock? Yeah, Casey's I was going to say because it's such show. a cluttered, closed-in. Both of them my face, and let them just play with my hair. 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 I don't care. <laughs> 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 so oh, what's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I love. I really- I'm moving on. Jesus Christ. The va- what, what? Vanity at all. Oh, it's so horrible. What is the deal there? Why well, you know, the, the, we see the, the other pumpkins here? Yeah, the, the Chinese uh, oh, person. Your chances yeah, they, getting Darcy up at this hour are pretty slim. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they like James it, is a really private person. Yeah, does he like me or, or what? I mean, no, he, li- he likes listening to you. Oh, he does? All right. But, but if you asked him, you know, hey, what size is your penis? I mean, he would fall off the chair. You know, he, yeah, he, he did, couldn't deal with He couldn't that. deal with any of that. <laughs> are you sick of working with him? Oh, no, not no, at all. You will stay with them. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do one more album for sure. And we always look at it as like album by album. Right. Because for, because for us, it's like it's so intense 
Yeah, but you ride everything, right? I mean, for the most part, yeah. yeah. They better hope you stay, unless you pull a sting on them and split. Those other two guys are still looking for sting. They're still looking for that reunion tour. <laughs> He's on the run. <laughs> yeah, Sting can't hide. He can't buy enough houses to hide from those two guys. <laughs> but but uh, they, hey, uh, they just call and they get Trudy every time. Yeah, right. Trudy's well, like, so you know. all right, moving on. I thought was brilliant. But then the rumors always existed that basically what she did was take, take Kurt Cobain's songs after he died and, and record them. Right. Because those songs are brilliant. Yeah, they're great. I think that's one of the best albums I've ever heard. So now here she's waiting around to do her second album and all this. So she gets in touch with you, right? No, actually, it was my, my idea. To do the second album, to produce it. Well, she wasn't going to make another album. You're kidding. And why do you think that was? Well, she was telling everyone she was going to make another album, but I've known her a long time. She wasn't going to make another album. And you, you guys used to be lovers or something? We were uh, boyfriend, girlfriend around 91. Right. And everyone was accusing you of having an affair with her when Kurt Cobain was alive, right? Yeah. That was not true. That's not true at all. Right. So after he died, you became her lover? No. No, before that? No, when I, I'm 91. That's like... Way know. past. Kurt passed away in 94, so... Oh, I, so this I, is, I had a relationship with her before she started going together. out with Kurt. Yeah. You, know, you have to tell me about that off the air. Like, no, she's good in the sack. I bet <laughs> she can really, I bet she can really groove. Yeah. <laughs> Although really? Elena looks like she's really built for... They're built for uh, actually. Believe me. Yeah. Elena is... Uh, she, she makes... Oh, I like oh. that. She'd make you forget anyone you ever knew. Really? Okay. Oh, Last one. Christ. Wow. You realize you're probably... That, uh, okay, so you were Courtney's lover. That had to be insane. That was pretty insane. Right. Although that had to be kind of interesting, too. Well, for someone who is kind of right out of the sticks, like I... You know, I realize I've always hated his interviews. I still hate his interviews. Yeah. Did nothing... I used, to, I used to like him back then. No. There, it was. Yeah, it was quite now, a culture though. shock. Yeah. Right. And how do you... Like, how do you... You kept the friendship going with her, and you said, on, hey... On and off. Right. And you said, hey, listen, you should put out a second album. I, I felt very strongly because she got so wrapped up in the idea that she was going to be a big movie star. Right. That she didn't think she had to make music anymore. And you thought go it was to, important that she make music. She is talented. Absolutely. In our in our world. So was she mad at him talking yeah. about her during this? Kind of. Yes. She's, yeah, she's very passive aggressive and she comes on like a month later or two months later and tries to set up Well, straight. but I have this, Joan then, Rivers. But, Let me move on. No, that's this. just like, that's horrible audio, but it's it's the first time they ever met. So Corgan and Marilyn Manson are at the private parts premiere that Joan Rivers and Melissa are hosting. And Jeez. she's pretending to go down on Marilyn Manson. I'm going to lower it because... It's audio is terrible. Hello. Oh, my Christ. This is the first time you ever did the show. Is your mic under a pillow? Who's that other one? It's his, I don't know, it's like his bandmate. <laughs> it said Master Square Garden. Oh, I hate men too, Rick. What are we doing with this clip? What was... Uh, I have no idea. Uh... Okay, I, okay. Moving on. And so I the hate first Matt. time he's ever done the show, Corgan. That, that was a... Uh, oh, pause. Let me set this up. I just found this by accident. She talks about Corgan, but this, as she walks in, she just trundles into the men's room while Tom Chiasano's taking a piss. And, <laughs> like, you could get away with the reverse of that. And I just I thought I'd put that in. It's very interesting. Jesus. Okay, here we go. 
Where's the restroom, Gary? Oh, we just passed it behind you there. Can you use the board, no? though? Yeah, yeah. Want to make sure there's no boys in there? Did you uh, I think she's going for that or something, right? Oh, yeah, I hate yeah. that. Radio goes. <laughs> 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 Did you get a good look at anybody over there? No, I ignored them. I embarrassed them, I think. But I didn't want to walk backwards. Help me evacuate. Wow. Hey, Tom, a little thrill for you, huh? I know. <laughs> much taller than I thought. Yes. So funny. They pull, used to pull Tom in for, like, absolutely any... Yeah. Anything that was crazy. <laughs> I turn around to leave, and she walks in, and I said, I think you got... She said, I got to go. I don't care. Really? And, what, did you, and were you in the middle of peeing or something? No, no, no. I was done. I was getting, I was getting ready to walk out. You should have attacked her. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's exactly what you should do. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly what She's you what the do. kids call a basic bitch. The best, the best Tom Chiasano moment ever is our man Casey going at it with him in 2005. That is the most insane argument I've ever heard on the show. Can we play that one day? Can we just yeah, play it's, it is. I've always been really best. competitive. Okay, let's do with it. guys that that we tour with, um, uh, Billy, you know, whatever, and 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 she sounds kind of cogent in this. Is she Coach. like cogent? Was this Ooh. during a this is during a time period where she wasn't actually completely jacked up and wasted. Wasted. Are you are you in a feud with Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins? No. He came on here. He was feuding with. No, no, I've never watched the Stern Show, Mister Vinegar. No, I, I had no idea. I know, Mr. he was Vinegar. grumpy. <laughs> he wrote some of the songs on the album, and you don't want to give him credit. He wrote the da-da-da-da-da-da riff. Right, that's great. Right. I have to say, can you still hear me, Amon? Oh, yeah. Okay, I have to say that me and Melissa really looked at each other, and we're like, no self-respecting girl could write a riff that cheesy. So Melissa's like, does it have to be the first single? I'm like, when we get to the bridge, which we wrote, right. which is pretty, yeah. it'll be great. But also, Eric wrote that riff with uh, with Billy. It's it's just. So you feel Billy's looking for too much credit for the album? No, no, no. I think he's just really paranoid that I'm going to go out and say. Basically, when he called the help, he's like, you know, you need to submit to this process of everyone saying that that I did everything, and and I was like, Billy. <laughs> I don't want to. Right. I don't. I'm, my ego's too. Are you whining uh, phrasing and, and yeah. so are you friends now with him? We are. We are psychic, historic, mythic, great. So you don't talk to each other. No, because I don't want to go hang out. You know, in Mumba. You don't want to hang out with him. Uh, no, at those places. Where does he hang out? You know, with the models and. That's not your thing. It's boring. What do you do all day? Me. Yeah. Yesterday I got up and did yoga. Right. I went. To and how long? Oh my God! I she took Francis to Bean to soccer practice. Oh, there's She's nothing. That's before she started frying her hair white or, or blonde, platinum, I guess. Absolutely. Can we see what she looks like today? Oh, I'm curious. Oh, she's a train wreck now. <laughs> Courtney. Oh, no, she don't look good now. She no, don't she doesn't look good at all. It's been ridden hard and put away very yeah. wet. Courtney really hated Dave. Remember when she was yeah. on and she said that Dave was uh, chasing her all around LA or something, trying to fuck the shit out of her after Kurt died. Jesus. Just, she I don't Dave know if I don't know if Dave Grohl would be what on her. Uh, that was her thing. She said that Dave was a cool kid in high school, and he was just a poser to do the grunge. Yeah, yeah right. Wow. It's she said he was a jock. There the Foo Fighters are jock yeah, rock. He was a jock, right, right. a cool kid. And- 
and they laughed at him behind his back. Kurt laughed at him. I don't believe that at all either. She wrote a song called When the Drummer Sings, and it's just cringe. Yes. Oh, fuck. Cringe. All right. Takes me back. Remember, she's she's an asshole, man. (laughs) You are not. Her daughter hates her. Right. Yeah, she does. You're right. She really hates Jesus. Oh, here she is. Oy Courtney Love, 58, bears all. With oh. her no regrets. She looks like Madam the Puppet. <laughs> yes. Oh, my, oh, my wailing flowers over here. <laughs> I mean, she states, you know, I guess <clears throat> drugs can keep you uh, skinny. Skinny. Um, yeah. Another picture of her. Let me see. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, the, it's the mouth, it's the whole thing there, the Joan rough. Rivers stuff That's a going hard on life. on her face. There, there, was a, there was a point, apparently, in the trust where Francis Bean got all the power and all the money, and Corny just lost her mind. She, yeah, she, she lost her shit. She essentially did Amanda Bynes when that happened. She just completely fell apart. Francis Bean's a super Nepo baby. I mean, you talk about getting oh, all she of really the is. artists, right? Yeah. Good Oof. call, man. Well, I have yeah, a friend who was a roadie right for um, in San Diego. Uh, uh, was a roadie for Parrish Jackson, who is like the ultimate nepo baby. You know, she's she, she can't can, imagine why. She's <laughs> she's a sort of a singer, and she's sort of you know goes out and well, does concerts. And is it really nepo when your dad isn't really your dad? You yeah. know, <laughs> listen, your last name is Jackson. We'll take it. Get the third base any way you can, X, whether it's errors Absolutely. or actually hitting a triple. Third so that's base. her right now. <laughs> yeah, she looks very Madonna, Madonna-like. Horrible. How old is she? She's like 58. early 50s. 58. What? 58. 58. Oof, that's real rough for 58. Yeah, she's had a yeah, lot of a... surgeries, though. Actually, she's done a lot of shit Actually, it's actually miraculous she made it 58. Yeah, yeah well, it's yeah, actually I shocking mean, that she's she still did. alive. She has, She had, her and Artie should be like a couple. Do you oh, think that her daughter... Do you think that her daughter gives her money? At yeah. this point, probably. You know it's a good question. What Xavier was saying there, the I think. Taking care of her. I think she was paying her a wage when you what you were just saying like a couple of minutes ago, Xavier. When she had all the money, she was giving Courtney money. Her daughter's probably yeah, really yeah. normal because but, of I mean, the fucked up upbringing. Um, Francis Bean could literally live comfortably off of just a Nirvana T-shirt sales. She, yeah. she's, yeah, she, she yeah. does painting. Just the t-shirts alone like make millions and millions a year. Yep. That, that Francis Bean net shirt? worth. Dude. Oh, it's not that much. Th- th- those things are never correct. You well, know that. What's it to say? Is that curiosity? Uh, all right, what would you think? <laughs> There's Sarah's of Francis. If, know, it, like if it's 20, under uh, half, a, half a billion, it's, it's garbage. Okay, I'm going to share this so that you can see what it says. It's going to be, what, 20 million? Oh, oh bullshit. It's got to be. Nah. Oh, come on, please. Oh, sorry. Look at this. Francis being Cobain inherited a Nirvana estate, according to celebrity net worth. Once Cobain's daughter turned 30, which was in August of last year, she inherited $200 million. Oh, the brain's truck. Oh, my God. Beep, beep, oh beep, my God. Beep, Dude, she lives, she lives in a very humble home here in Point Loma. And so she's a... I mean, she's even, she's even admitted that she feels guilty getting all this money for not doing dick. She yeah. is, it's she's the second home in Mastic Shirley. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. right on the it's right on the beach. Nice little well, shack on the beach. Say what you will. She's at least not zuzazooing. No, no, no. She she actually looks like she's coherent. What does and she do? And not making weird videos. She paints. Johnny Depp bought her paintings 
very recently. For look a how lot good of money. she is. She looks yeah. so pretty. Yeah. She is very striking. Striking. She really is. She's a very attractive girl, and she looks like her dad, thank God. I hate men. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Francis Bean. All right, so that is it for us tonight. I'm mercifully, I, I'm thrilled that we got out of here in an hour 38, and that's simply because we had, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. Nirvana sells more shirts than albums. Every teen girl wears Nirvana shirts. Yeah, it's crazy. All yeah, about the smiley the face logo. T-shirt yeah. brand, not a band. That's yep. that's brilliant, and that's yeah, probably wow. very true. Yeah? Well, yeah, the record label can't take that money, so the band gets all of it. Apart from that's the, amazing. You know, Could you imagine yeah. being a Foo Fighter and also being Nirvana well, and thing. being like a that's Dave Grohl? They, they twice. Could have just walked away, like Chris did. You know, they, mm -hmm. they just on that Nirvana money is just that's never going to run yeah, out. Yeah. And then you add never. the Foo Fighter yeah. stuff on it, man, dude. Oh Jesus. God. And it would be different if the Foo Fighters were like a one-hit wonder or just came no. out with like one, no, they're, they're, you know, body of work. They're just so good. They're so wasn't good. A, wasn't Dave Navarro in like five successful bands too? Actually, he's, he was. Yeah. He's always. Like, I, I can't even keep up with the bands. I saw him um, right before COVID, really? and his daughter was singing backup for oh, wow. Foo Fighters, and she was great. And it's interesting. I just found out that for the Depeche Mode concerts, Dave Gahan's daughter is actually, and her band is actually opening oh. Oh my for oh, them. You are gonna have the best night, Mon. Photos, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it? Jamie Navarro? I just saw the set idea. list, as a matter of fact, because they just started concerts like two nights ago. And Mon, which hat will you wear? Tell everyone. I, I well, I will buy a new hat. I will no. buy a new hat. You got to wear the DA, the Dabblers hat, the rare hat. <laughs> the Dabblers and it is a rare hat. I think you and I are the only people that have that hat. Seriously. Uh, she bought me the hat and mailed it to Australia, and it wouldn't have been cheap. It's a rare hat, so I appreciate that. Thank you to the mom. You are very welcome. Oh, I should definitely live stream it. She tied it to the back. Tied it to the back of a kookaburro. I mean. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for uh, participating with us tonight. We will see you again anon, and, oh. um, and, and we'll, we'll talk about Forrest the same grooving. shit except a day later. Thanks, all the boys, for participating tonight. I, there's nothing I love more than a good sausage fest. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.